0: Welcome. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Time for the Word. For the Word of God is living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, You shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Ministering today is our regional pastor, anointed woman of God, an author, a church planter, visionary leader. God has planted a word for you in her heart. Now let's sit back, remove all distractions, tune in, and be ready to receive the word which will change your life for good. with excitement let's make welcome pastor forneal verlana
1: good morning or good day wherever you are all over the world and you are welcome to another wonderful time with us on our sunday service we just want to bless the name of the lord for all that he has done for his presence for his goodness for his mercy for his grace for his defense for his protection for his provision for his signs and wonders for his miracles for answers to prayers we just want to appreciate god so just go ahead this morning last week we said we need to thank god and appreciate him for all that he is doing in our lives that we are still standing is a testament of the goodness of god so take a minute right now i know we've prayed this morning go ahead and appreciate and bless him And Father, we just thank you. We release ourselves to you today for the release of your word in power, in grace, in anointing. Lord, your word that will transform lives. Your word that will change lives. Your word, O God of heaven, that will solve problems. Your word, eternal God, that will bring a new beginning. Lord, I ask that that word will be released into the life of of everyone under the sound of my voice today that each hearer of your word today will have an encounter with you that they will never ever ever forget because of the effects and the impact that that word will have in their lives holy spirit we welcome you in jesus most precious name amen and amen i'm sure you are wondering christmas story In August, yes. Because Christmas can come at any time. Christmas can come at any time. Today, we are looking at one day at a time. Because each day matters. Interesting. Because our new reality shows us clearly that there is an urgency in all that needs to be done. Time is not waiting anymore. We have to run with time. We have to run with time. It's not waiting. And therefore, there's no more time to waste. We've looked at various Aspects of our new reality. We started by talking about nothing new under the sun. We followed up when we said that, poof, and it's gone. We looked at, we need miracles. And I'm sure many people today will agree with me That we need miracles in this time and in this season. And last week we said it should be God and God alone. And today, as we wind up this series, we are looking at one day at a time because each day matters. You are wondering why we have a Christmas story (laughs) in August. Well, I'll show you in a minute. Luke chapter 2 is the story of how Joseph took Mary and they went to Bethlehem for the census to be numbered. The Bible says to us that they came to out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David. I want you to listen attentively. Because here we have Mary and we have Joseph walking in the path of prophecy. And if you were with us last week when we had our eschatology um, classes, you would see how prophecy is playing out today in our current generation and we were told that what we are seeing is a dress rehearsal we were asking is this the end and we were told no it's not the end it's just a dress rehearsal telling us or trying to show us how the end will be so we are here we are joseph coming into bethlehem with mary who was pregnant with the child Jesus in fulfillment of prophecy. Listen attentively. Verse 6. Luke chapter 2 verse 6. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for Mary to bring forth the child. And she brought forth her firstborn son and laid him in a manger because... (laughs) Listen carefully to this. There was no room for them in the inn. Imagine. I'm sure if the people in Bethlehem knew who was going to be born in Bethlehem on that day, if they knew this was the Son of God, if they knew this was the Messiah, if they knew that this was the person who was going to change the trajectory of the destiny of mankind, if they knew that this child that was going to be born was going to be the the, the one who will reconcile the world back to God, if the inhabitants of Bethlehem had known, they would have given Joseph and Mary first-class treatment. But they didn't know. Everywhere they went, they were turned back. Everybody said, no room here. No room here. No room at the Marriott. No room at, um, at, 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 at the Lowe's. No room at the uh, 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 Hilton. no room, No room anywhere. No room for them in the inn. No room for them in the home of anyone in Bethlehem. So, they found themselves having this child in a place where animals are kept and laid him in a manger. You don't know when the Lord will come. You don't know how. You don't know where. You don't know what. You don't know who you will be with. You don't know when the important shifts in your life will occur. Our calls for relevance and paradigm shifts come unannounced. They come in uncelebrated moments. The shifts come sometimes without anybody noticing. The things that change the trajectory of our life, that change nations, that change Families that change individuals, the things that affect generations come sometimes unnoticed. We see great changes in our society now. We see how our nation has gone from one leg of pretending to be led by a constitution to one held ransom by a cult followership very, very simple came on us unannounced affecting our lives in ways that we would never have imagined. Nearly four years ago when America went to the polls, I think it was on November 9th, if I'm not mistaken, that single day and the decision that was made in this nation has changed America has changed the world never will the world be the way we have known it if the people in Bethlehem knew who was being carried in Mary's womb. They would not have allowed him to be born in a manger. You do not know when the Lord Jesus will come again. You don't know. You don't know when your time will be up. Our lives must be one day at a time because every day of our life every moment of our life matters it counts a single second in your life can change the trajectory of your life a single a split second live life carelessly. Watch therefore, for you do not know the time nor the hour the Lord will come. Matthew 24 42. It is critical therefore that we watch and pray in all situations because history may be in the making right before our eyes and we may be unaware and robbed of that kairos moment. Therefore, remember, Time is of the essence. Don't waste time. Value every moment. Value every day. Be vigilant. Watch out because you do not know what that moment carries. Number two. It is therefore clear that every day is pregnant with God potentials. Every day is pregnant with God potentials. Our duty is therefore to be ab- available and be ready for deployment at a moment's notice. Every day is pregnant with God potentials. You must be available You must be ready for deployment at a moment's notice. Such availability is accomplished only through communion with God. We must therefore program the delivery of the potentials with prayer. Every day is pregnant with God's potentials. And the only way to bring those potentials to birth is to program their delivery through prayer. Prayer is critical. To bring those potentials to birth, we must be people of prayer. We must be people who are sensitive to the Holy Spirit. In the same vein, we must paralyze every plan of the devil that is trying to frustrate those potentials. Again, to frustrate the plans of the devil trying to destroy those potentials, we must Pray. Frustrating the devil is only accomplished through prayer. Different situations, different strategies, different prayers. There's a whole sermon on that. If you go into our archives, you will see that sermon, which I preached a while back. We have entered a new season of seriousness, relevance, and speed. God's reality calls for faith. It calls for trust. It calls for speed. Your daily confessions therefore matter. What you are saying out of your mouth, the confessions that you are making, they matter greatly. Job 38 verse 12 says, have you commanded the morning since your day began? And caused the dawn to know its place. God was asking do you have power over the day? Do you have power over the day? Today, by reason of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, by reason of our redemption, by reason of our being children of God, we have the power through the anointing of the Holy Spirit to command our day, to cause the dawn to know its place in our life. Critical. We must be people of prayer. That is why if you are planning to miss this forthcoming prayer revival, forget it right now. Make sure every day you are on that line for that prayer revival. It's going to be virtual. You can join us and watch online. Don't miss it. Every day is pregnant with God's potentials. Program the delivery of that potential with prayers. Number three, in essence, it means that each day matters. Because every day, God God has an assignment prepared for your deployment. And when he deploys you, he deploys you with all necessary equipment and tools. You are not on your own. You are on the king's business. You are on the king's business. You are not on your own. That's why the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, and I'm reading from the Amplified. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, from the Amplified. No soldier in active service gets entangled in the ordinary business. of civilian life. He avoids them so that he may please the one who enlisted them to serve. You you don't have time. A soldier on active service does not get involved in civilian matters. That was why the nation cried out when the armed forces was pulled out to um, uh, the White House. To keep back people who are exercising their constitutional rights. Soldiers do not take soldiers do not come against their people. Soldiers are deployed outside of their nation to secure the borders of the nation and the uh, and the interests of the nation. They are not law enforcement agents within the boundaries of their nation. They are not supposed to turn their guns or their weapons or their presence against their, uh, the citizens of their country. They are supposed to repel outside intrusions. You are on the king's business, so be bold. And as a soldier in active service on the king's business, on the almighty God's business, you do not get entangled with civilian life. Live life like like the day is your last. Live life like (laughs) the day you are living is your last. No procrastination. No time wasting. No silly frivolities. You you are saying to me, Pastor, are you saying that we should not have fun? Ah. No, you must work hard, and if you work hard, (laughs) you will need to play hard. You work hard, and then you need to play hard, you have to play hard to relax. You have to play hard and get relaxation-infused activities that renew the strength of your spirit so that you can go back and work hard again. As I was getting ready for today's sermon, I just remembered last year. And as I, and the Lord began to play all oh, that happened to me last year, it was like a video was playing inside of me. Last year for me was a whirlwind. If anybody had told me that this year will be the way it is, I would not have believed. But God knew. God knew a pandemic was coming. God knew that I would not be able to go anywhere this year. Believe me, since this pandemic, since March 15th, or March the 8th rather, When I came back, I have not, the furthest I have traveled is Reading, PA, which is less than an hour away. And also, the southern part of Jersey, which is, again, about an hour away from me. Somehow, last year, I began to run I traveled so much last year because last year I spent time with family, I spent time with friends, I spent time in the church, I spent time with everybody who was important to me. I was running, I was running, I was running, I was running. Come! I believe it was October or November found myself in Kenya because it was a ministers and workers conference I had been invited to to talk at the bishop who was talking was talking directly to me he began to talk about the church in Philadelphia and an open door that was the first message I heard and then the year closed and at the close of the year the Lord said we are getting ready for an incredible harvest." Here comes 2020. Match the pandemic strikes. I'm thinking, how can there be a pandemic, Lord, when you said it is our year of incredible harvest? How do you reap an incredible harvest in a pandemic? Live life like the day you are living is the last. No procrastination, no time wasting, no silly frivolities. Work hard on relevant projects. Play hard, relax. Get into activities that renew strength for your spirit because there's so much work to do. Learn to relax, learn to play hard, not silly play. Reject sin Sin that is deceitfully cloaked as fun. Or or, or, or things that you you are engaging, you look at them as fun and they are seen, and somebody tells you it doesn't matter, everybody is doing it. It does matter because every day matters. Get rid of time masters. Get rid of energy trainers. Get rid of decoys. Get rid of distractions. Every day matters. What God did for me last year was He filled up my tank. I did everything I wanted to do on His time, on His tickets. And as I was walking, he was renewing strength and filling up my tank, knowing that this year will come because I love to go to places and sit next to the water. I love to walk in gardens. I love to be close to nature. He knew that this year, that will be nearly impossible for me. And he filled my tank. In essence, everyday matters. And God who is sending you an assignment will always kit you, K-I-T. He will provide your kits. He will equip you. He will give you the tools. He will give you everything you need. He will give you the encouragement. He will give you the resources. He will give you the opportunity. Be prepared for instant deployments. Don't waste your time on things that don't matter or count in eternity. Remember those who are watching you are more than those who are following you on social media. For those of us who just want to be on social media because of the followership, don't jeopardize heaven's acknowledgement with earthly popularity. I told you that last week. Remember, starship is momentary. A new star will always appear on the horizon the adoration of man is fickle the affirmation of heaven is solid don't be looking for people to say hey how cute you are how wonderful you are how great all that is good but look out for heaven's affirmation those watching you on social media those followership on social media, they are not as many as those who are watching you from the gallery of heaven. Play to the gallery of heaven's audience. They are daily watching our performance. They are daily viewings of our performance occurring from the bannisters of heaven. That is another sermon that I preached at a funeral last year. Those who have gone to heaven are watching us. Our friends, our relations, those who are matured for Christ, the foregoonness of our faith, Peter, and James, and John, and Elijah, and Elisha, and Moses, and Abraham, and Isaac, and Jacob, and Timothy, and Isaiah. All this great cloud of witnesses they are leaning on the banisters of heaven, and they are watching our performance. Don't waste your performance on on, on on social media. Their followership is fickle. Their their adulation is fickle. Hebrews twelve, verse one. We also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every sweat and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. A, a great cloud of witnesses leaning on the banisters of heaven, watching our performance. Will you make it? Will you fall into sin? Will you fall into temptation? They are watching us. Will you display the power of the Holy Spirit? Will you walk in the way that the anointing of God will flow in your life? They are watching. They are watching. They are watching. A great cloud of witnesses who have gone before us to heaven. They are watching. They are wondering. Are we going to make it? Each morning we receive a daily mandate, number five. Every working day we receive a daily mandate of run, 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 run. No time to waste. I strain hard. The sprinter doesn't look back to see where the other sprinters are. He will lose speed. Keep running. Don't look back. First Corinthians nine twenty four says, "I press on. I press on. I press on to toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus." Ha! That's one of my favorite scriptures. I press, I press, I press. I run toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Don't you know that in a race all the runners are running, only one receives the prize. Ha! I will win the prize in Jesus' name. Run in such a way as to take the prize. Run every day every day matters don't waste your life don't waste your day don't waste your moments huh. number six one day at a time one day at a time in holiness and godly fear the disciples says, Jesus Lord teach us to pray he taught them. He said, give us this day our daily bread. Every day matters. He didn't say pray to God to give you a storehouse. (laughs) For those of us who just want to accumulate and accumulate and accumulate. He said pray. Give us this day our daily bread. My young girl who He's with me, who God just sent to me to just be with us for this season of our lives. Every time she looks in the house, something is gone. I will tell her, we need the X, Y, Z. She would get everything. And then one day I would say, what happened? All oh, this is gone. She will look at me and say, you gave it out. You gave it out. Yesterday, I asked her. Somebody came and I said, "Ah, help me grab so-so-and-so. Let me give it to this person. She looked at me. She said, really? I said, what? I said, did I give it out? She looked at me like... So I said to her, I said, yes. I said, God always provides for us because he knows that we would provide for others. She said, that's true, that's true, that's true. It's our daily bread. It's our daily bread. There's a story of a young man in the Bible. He made so much money. He made silly money. He had, he had um, PPEs stored in a, st- in a warehouse when the pandemic struck. He sold it at, uh, uh, at 500% of his cost. He made silly money. He sat back. He said, ha ah, I've made it. Ah, Now I will eat and drink and rest. And the Lord said, stupid man, silly man. Today your soul is required. I'm just, you know, for those of you who know the Bible, it, it wasn't PPEs. He was a farmer. I'm just trying to. Give us a picture of what we do. What day? Holiness and godly fear. Give us this day our daily bread. Daily provision of strength. Daily provision of grace. Daily provision of help. Daily provision of resources. Wait on him for this. Every day our daily bread. Do you know that that daily bread includes our daily healing, our daily empowerment of the Holy Spirit, our daily miracles, our daily revelations, God wants to release miracles to us every day. Revelations to us every day. Victories to us every day. Healings to us every day. Get rid of evils. Get rid of sin. Get rid of disobedience. Get rid of, of greed. Clean out your stable. Put fresh straw in. Jesus might need your manger today. A day is coming when he will be glorified in his saints and we will be regarded with wonder by all who have believed. Therefore, holy brothers, the Bible calls us holy. Are you holy? Who share in the heavenly calling. We have a heavenly calling. Set your focus on Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. Hebrews 3 verse 1. Therefore, holy brothers, Hebrews 3 verse 1. Holy brothers, Holy sisters who share in the heavenly calling, set your focus on Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. Are you holy? Do you have a heavenly calling? Ah, and the last word as we hit point number seven Pursue peace with everyone as well as holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Holiness. Peace with everyone. Those of you who fight and bear malice. Those of you who fight and speak evil of each other. Or quarrel. Husbands. Wives. Children. Children siblings, church brethren, church members, who quarrel, who speak evil of each other, who bear malice, who fight, who quarrel as if you are not both going to heaven. The Bible says, pursue peace with everyone. Pursue holiness without peace Without living a life of peace. Without living a life of holiness. No one will see the Lord. No one. No one. No one. We must give full concentration. To the immediate race. We must give full concentration to the race that is set ahead of us. No time thoughts of the past races. No time for glorying in the past victories. We must engage with today's assignments. We must deploy full strength to give today's results of the highest quality ever. Follow peace means you guard your heart. You guard your heart. You switch off so that you can focus on the things that matter for your survival. Whatever and whoever will give you peace. You stay focused on Jesus, the author and the finisher. You guard your heart. Last week, as I said, it's not for me, it's not about the party. It's about values. Christian values. And last week when I watched the Democratic Convention, it was a breath of fresh air this week when it was time for the republicans i shut down my tv because i want to guard my heart i don't want any toxic any poisonous things to seep into my into my into my heart i do, I, do, I i, I had to guard my heart because to see lies to see hy- hypocrisy to see to see all these things being put on national TV. Anger begins to build. I begin to get really angry. I'm a child of God and therefore so that I don't get polluted, I don't get contaminated, I don't get angry, I shut it down. Make sure you shut down the triggers of your life. The ones that make you to sin. The triggers that make you to go to pornography. The triggers that make you to go to hard drugs. The triggers that make you to quarrel. The triggers that make you angry. Shut them down. Guard your hearts with all diligence. Sometimes you just need to walk away. You just need to walk away. Somebody is going off their rocker. You just need to quietly walk away. You just need to... Gently turn off the TV screen and walk away. You gently need to remove your eyes from that half-naked woman and walk away. You sometimes have to say, friend, I'll see you later. And walk away when they pull out the alcohol and they pull out the hard drug because you know that you have a weakness for them. Pursue peace and holiness because every day matters you take your life one day at a time because time is of the essence because every day matters because every day is pregnant with God's potential because every day god is providing you with everything you need for that day and as a soldier you are not entangling yourself with civilian issues because a cloud of witnesses is leaning on heaven's bannisters watching our performance ready to applaud us when we are doing well when we are following peace when we are living in holiness When we are walking in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. When every morning we get on our daily mandate and we run with the vision that God has put in our hearts. When we take every day at a time in holiness and godly fear, And when we pursue peace with everyone and holiness without which no man will see the Lord. I'm believing you you today that the God of heaven will visit you right there where you are. That every day of your life will matter going forward. That as God wants to give you your daily bread, Your daily bread of healing. Your daily bread of deliverance. Your daily bread of provision. You will not be like the people of Bethlehem. Who did not know when the king of glory was born in their city. And they put him in a place for animals. And he had to lay in a manger. I have good news for you. If you have been listening to me today. God is about to visit your home. God is about to enter into your home. Enter into your life. Enter into your body. Enter into your finances. God's miracle power is about to be released into your situation right now. And therefore, heads bowed, eyes closed, because I don't want anyone to miss today's miracle if you know you've never given your life to Jesus, today matters. This moment is going to change the trajectory of your life. While heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. I want you to talk to the Lord. I want you to ask God for forgiveness. I want you to ask that Jesus Christ, who died for you on the cross of Calvary, will wash away your sin. And as you ask him right now to forgive your sins. Invite him to to come into your heart as your Lord and your personal Savior. You don't have to suffer for your sins anymore. Jesus paid the price for those sins. Go ahead and ask Jesus. Just confess your sins. I'm going to pray with you in a moment. Tell the Lord Jesus, I want to surrender my life to you. Because today matters. Because this moment matters. I want to leave behind my past. I want to focus on my future and eternity. I want to surrender my life to you, Jesus. Forgive my sins. Wash away my sins. I invite you, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I surrender my life to you from this moment. Come and be my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Amen if you pray that prayer, Jesus has heard your prayer, taking away your sin. I want you to look on your screen right now. There is a number there, text saved to that number, and we will get in touch with you so that we can help you to begin to grow in this new life. Because every day of your life in this journey is going to matter. And if Maybe you had given your life to Jesus before you are born again. And God has spoken to you because of today's service. I want you to look up to the Lord and ask God for mercy. Ask God for forgiveness. For the time you are wasting. For the audience that you have been playing playing to. for the, For the... For, for the bitterness in your soul. For the anger that you have harbored. For the toxic relations, relationships that you are in. Ask God to have mercy on you and forgive you. Some of you are bearing malice. Some of you are angry with people. I want you to confess that sin right now. I want you to ask God for forgiveness. Because as a child of God, you cannot carry bitterness. You cannot g- carry anger. You cannot carry on forgiveness. Follow peace with all men, is what the Bible says. Go ahead and confess that sin right now. For some of you, you have taken things that don't belong to you. You have cheated other people. You have stolen from other people. Ask God for forgiveness right now. I want to pray with you. Father, Lord, as your people look up to you right now. For as many as I say we sinned, we did something wrong. Lord, I pray for, for forgiveness. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you will have mercy on them. And you will reconcile them back to you. And the grace, Lord God, to be able to live a holy life from this time forward. Father, please give to them. I pray, Lord, for that person who is saying, they hurt me, they hurt me, they hurt me. That person who is bitter. That person who is angry. That person who feels betrayed. Lord, I pray for the balm of Gilead. To heal them. To bind their broken hearts. To soften their hearts. That they may forgive. So that your blessing may rain upon them. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. The word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.